0: I miss that sexy smoke. Looking forward the sea You I hope I will lose control. Look you every night, not checking in time
1: because I love you on I Can let
0: you go, baby.
1: You know what? Y'all were right. That music is better. So, you get what you ask for in some cases, not all. But you wanted the old music. The old music is back. Um, It is easier to dance to. You know, they all made fun of me, the guys here, when I picked that music. They were like, oh, Jed's, you know, 90s kid. She thinks she's at the Culture Club. Well, the audience loved it. So, welcome, everyone. Music is back. That's step one. See if you make suggestions and you share them in the comments. I hear you. Great, great, great show planned for y'all today. Lots of entertainment. We are still in the temporary set, you'll notice. But uh, don't worry, it's just as good. The feistiness, the heat, it's all here because it comes with me. You all know that. Okay, what are we going to do today? Well, let me tell you. I'm going to dig into the topics of female delusion. Totally delusional women need to be called out. We've got feminists who blame oppression and sexism, but they can't give a single example when they're confronted. Shocking, I know. We got some nauseating simps, okay? So sometimes you need direction. Guys, you got to be told, do not behave that way. Guys write me all the time. In fact, I got a great message uh, yesterday from a guy asking for some advice. And I was like, just don't be like the guys that I'm going to talk about tomorrow on the show. We're going to call upon women to take some personal responsibility for the decisions they make, the choices that they make. Stop blaming out all the time. Sometimes you need to blame in. And we're going to do some matrix stuff as well. I'm going to give you an update on the case against the Tate brothers as well that came in that was very, very important. You need to know what's going on there because, you know what, with the way they're going, with this this nastiness that's coming out in terms of, you know, not paying attention to justice, not paying attention to due process, you could be next. So we got to pay attention to that. And we have some matrix stuff as well. The climate agenda is coming for your food and your gasoline. You may have called me a conspiracy theorist a year ago. Well, guess what? It's coming. It's here. And we have a great article from the UK on that. And Sterling Cooper has a great, uh, some great Twitter commentary on receipts. You know those receipts that you get from the store? They feel warm. You ever go to the grocery store, they print out a receipt. It feels warm to your hands. And you're like, oh, let me touch that. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. I'm going to tell you why. And your testosterone is at risk. Mm -hmm. You don't want to listen to me. You got to listen to my friend Sterling. All right, so all of that is coming up on the show. Also, by the way, in the show, do you remember that girl from the Whatever podcast that was going against MLD? She was like crazy, like legit certifiable. Well, she was back. They call her Bangs now, by the way. She's got a nickname, apparently because of her hair, although I don't know. Maybe there's another reason we don't know about. <clears throat> but regardless, that's her nickname. She is back. She's back. So we're going to be covering that as well. Before we dig into the show, and by the way, all these clips are extremely feisty today, so I hope you've fastened your seatbelts. It's going to get a little bumpy here today. Before we do that, I have to tell you that today's show is brought to you by one of my favorite, favorite partners. In fact, I just used some of their products this morning. I love them. They are Ro Casa Organics. They are absolutely fantastic. I talked to you a lot about exposures to chemical toxins and how people are getting chronically sick you ever notice you look around and everybody's got something oh autoimmune this or fertility issues everybody seems to be struggling with health some of that is related to food some of that is related to chemical exposures that involves the cleaning products you use in your home the lotions you put on your body you know if you're a female you use a ton of products you know that your makeup everything if you're a guy you know think about it shaving lotion deodorants how many products you're around how many products your kid is around all those baby products how many many products is your dog around shampoo when you take the dog for a bath whatever it may be you are inundated with chemical exposures rocasa is here to help i told you i was going to get you healthy because we need you healthy to stand up against the matrix this is a company that provides high quality non-toxic clean products no chemicals no toxic garbage so you are safe and secure in knowing that what you put on yourself your child what you purchase for your wife your husband is all absolutely 100 clean products for me my husband My dog, my home, everything is taken care of. Company is family-owned. It's Texas-based, so the products are made in the USA, which is nice. A lot of times you go looking for stuff that's not made in China, and you're like, where do I find it? Right here. I'm bringing it to you. They test their products extensively, but I went out on a limb and I tested their products through a third-party tester. They tested out fantastic in terms of not having any nasty stuff that you don't want your body absorbing. Remember, by the way, your skin is your largest organ of your body, so everything you put on your skin gets absorbed through the rest of your body. If it's nasty, you got nasty in your body. They have a fantastic customer service team. I actually, before I got to know them personally, I worked with them on Facebook, Instagram, website, chat. They answer all of your questions. They're available seven days a week. They have 200 handmade products for you for home, personal care, wellness, babies, pets. If you need better sleep, they have products for that, and they work, by the way. They absolutely work. If you want a new non-toxic skincare routine, you, your girlfriend, whoever it may be, your sister, whoever, They've got all the products for that. They have a best-selling hair spritz, which I just started using, which I really like. And it is help. It is helping right now to restore hair for many customers. I'm curious to see how that works. That's a new product that I'm trying. I love their immune-boosting products. If you're getting on an airplane you feel like you're coming down with something, they have an elderberry syrup that is incredible. It actually tastes quite delicious as well. Sometimes I just take it, and I'm like, wow, it's like a little snack for me. Supports your immune system. By the way, one important note here. Everyone's going through hormonal struggle. You see a fertility crisis happening in this country. Over 600 babies have been conceived with the help of their hormone support blends, all natural, completely natural, non-toxic stuff. And they also sell bundle packages, which I love for gifts. If there's a baby shower coming up, if there's Mother's Day coming up, if there's Father's Day coming up, they have all of these really awesome packages that you can head on there and buy. I actually bought one for my mom. I love them. Guys, if you're in the chat with your girlfriend's your future girlfriends, your wives will love this stuff. I'm telling you girls love products and women. If you're out there and you want to trade out some, your guys using some stuff that you know is not good for him. And you want to trade out those products one by one, you get on it and do it. I have a very special offer for you today. 20% off all orders using code Jedediah at checkout. You can go into the description. You can hit on that link. Rokasaorganics.com will be in there. You're going to get 20% off with to Diet. I'm telling you, just try something. Try one product. What I always say to people who are struggling with wellness issues, I ask them about their products and I say you can't do it all at once, right? Try one product at a time. Switch it out for something clean and I guarantee you, I 100% guarantee you that over time you're going to feel an enormous difference. My favorite's the Deep Sleep salve. I love it. It helps me fall asleep at night. They have a body scrub by the way It is to die for. It smells like coffee. It's invigorating. I'm just saying, I'm a huge fan. I told you I'd never try to sell you anything that I didn't love. That is my promise to you, Real Casa Organics. Love you guys. All right. And now we dig in. All right, Deli, we're going to go right into female delusion. Let's go to that first clip. I'm going to stop and go on this one because, you know, there's craziness happening. Let's go.
2: Ideals for me four or do you want a dream man now? And if you do get him, what does he want from you? Probably. Huh. The next guy that I like has to teach me how to make money with him. Okay. Yeah. That's all. And but, what does he get in that
0: exchange? Was, that wasn't the question though. Mm. <laughs> the question was what do you have for him? Pero. A
2: lot of loyalty? <laughs> well, okay, loyalty. Loyalty? Loyalty yeah. in what way? Pero. <laughs> in what way? Being honest, being there for him.
3: What yeah. if he tells you I want you to dress a certain way in public without me there? Are you going to say that's controlling?
2: Okay. Like you said before. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fine
3: also it's okay Okay. now
2: all right okay
3: you change your answer i
2: mean i mean if he's my partner like that and he's teaching me how to make money yeah i will do everything for him
3: (laughs) okay so you will i'm not going
2: to disrespect him
3: so so you will dress the way he he wants you to dress in public Mm -hmm. so so you will like you know dress conservatively in public for him
2: yeah, but not every time. Just with his family or oh, okay. so with you... the business partners. So you, you know, still want to dress
3: how you want to dress?
2: With my girlfriends. <sighs>
3: what if he says, I don't like you hanging out with your girlfriends and going to the club?
2: Then I find new ones that we can <gasps> fuck. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, what? I'm just nasty. Huh? Yeah, I
4: don't... I'm all... Yo, why is it that important for you to show your titties at the club? <laughs> I don't understand, <laughs> Like, the, so
1: I'm not against it, I'm, it against it. I'm
4: asking your a question because she's set in stone. She's finding the guy who's going to take care of her, teach her how to make money. In every single aspect, this is the dream guy and she needs to show her titties at the club so bad. I need to have my boobs out in front of other people. Okay,
1: no, so like, now let's pause this for a second. So you might remember this, uh, this show, we actually featured a different clip from this show the other day. But it, it was so good, I actually held on to it. I was like, I'm going to separate these two. Clips, but we featured this woman here. Totally, like, doesn't even know what she's saying. Now, I don't know if you, how many people speak Spanish in the chat, but that pero is like people who speak Spanish. Sometimes we'll talk and be like, oh pero, like I, I have an M.A. in Spanish uh, literature. People don't know that. I should throw some Spanish out to you every now and then. Got to keep it sexy, you know. Um, but they do that, so they're like making fun of her because she was doing. She does that the whole show because she's always like, well, this butt. She really doesn't have a solid footing of how she feels about anything, really. You know, she says she, oh, loyalty, loyalty. And then they're like, okay, so that means that you're going to dress a certain type of way. Like if your guy says, hey, I'm uncomfortable with you dressing that way, you're going to change. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But only if we're going to this type of event or only going to that type of event. So it's kind of like a selective loyalty. What's interesting to me about this is exactly what Sneeko is saying. Why is it so integral? so integral to you that you go out and you show off your body to other guys. I don't understand it. If you have the guy that you really, really like already, and that is the hypothetical that they presented to her. You've got a guy, he's helping you make money because that's what you asked for. You said you wanted a guy who's gonna help you make money. You've got that. You're attracted to him. Everything's going great. But the deal breaker for you in that situation is that you won't be able to go out and show the boobies to other guys or dress scandalously in the club. Why? Why? That is a red flag girl, because that is somebody who, no matter what she's got going on at home, no matter how much security she has, no matter how much she loves you, no matter how much she's into you, she's always going to be, be needing that attention from the outside. She's always, it's never going to be enough, in other words. You could be good looking, you could be fit, you could be paying for everything, and she's always going to need to dress up and go and make sure that she's got options, okay? That's also a sign of a girl that's not that into you, because believe me, when girls are really into you, they'll drop that stuff they'll drop that stuff. They'll cease to care about how other guys feel about what they look like and this, that that tunnel vision will set in. However, if she's using you or if you're just okay as a backup or if you're like, ah, oh, he's cool, but better, <laughs> you know, that means there's something else out there. Mm, this is like, you know, this, this roast chicken is real tasty, but I don't know, that filet mignon over there, give me a little taste. That's some other guy. So it's that type of woman. you got to be able to assess the situation, men. you got to be able to know if you're with a red flag girl. I call it a red flag girl all the time because they display these red flags and they wave them like this in front of your face. But they take a little booby and show it and suddenly you're like, what? Uh, well, what? I don't see a flag. It's like as big as the booby, but you miss the flag. You know it. You know what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep playing. I
2: don't even go to clubs.
4: Okay, you want to go out with your girls. Where? To the restaurant?
2: Yeah.
4: Okay, why is that so important to show your boobs at the restaurant? Uh,
2: uh, what's wrong with the boobies? It's
4: you don't <laughs> answer my question. Why is that so crucial for you? Your man is everything. He's teaching you how to make money, he's there. He's okay, your rock. If
2: that's his insecurity It's not an I insecurity, it's his yeah, preference. It
4: is. No, okay, what if it's his preference? I will
2: be like, Okay, I don't show my boobies, but I wear my mini my skirt.
4: Okay. Is that, but a, you're
1: problem? Answering
2: Is the that question. a problem for you, so you that I wear a skirt? If I, if, I, if I show half of my legs, that's a problem
1: for you. Okay, reason. pause it. The quest- so you understand. She's got to show something, right? If not the boobie, then a little short dress. Like, well, oh, I got I got to be out showing something. Why? First of all, that's a sign of a female who only values her physical appearance, right? Why does she always need to be on display? Why? All the time. Why? Who are you trying to impress all the time? And then she says it's the guys' insecurity. This is a talking point that, you know, modern women throw out all the time. Oh, guys are insecure. They're just insecure. That's why they don't want me to be out half naked around other guys. No, maybe they're looking at you saying, first of all, you're being disrespectful because you already got a man. Why are you out showcasing yourself like that? When I've expressed, it makes me uncomfortable. And secondly, what exactly are you looking for? Obviously, it's not me, right? Because when we're home hanging out, you're not dressed like that. So you're trying to impress other men. You expect me to sit here, date you, pay for everything, provide and protect, teach you how to make money, which is what you asked me to do. And in the same breath, what are you doing for me? You're going out, dressing up, and trying to impress other men? That sounds like the guy is getting the short end of the stick, if you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying. All right, let's keep playing. sneak funny, by the way.
4: question is, why is that so important <laughs> for you to show skin in public? What's the reason for that?
2: <laughs> I don't have an answer for you because it makes me happy. I'm alone. I don't have to explain nothing to guys.
4: Okay, but to your guy, pretend that you're... I'm just asking your preference when you're dating a person. Why is that so crucial to show skin? Like, why does it make you happy? Do you
2: happy? think this looks bad? Just because I'm showing my movies, but I have my whole legs covered.
4: Okay, that is yeah, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: okay, let me ask you a better question.
4: How about this? Let me ask you this because, bro, you got to go step by step with her.
3: All right. Do you get more attention when you are show skin or when you're covered up?
2: Hmm. Both.
1: What? Okay. Yeah,
2: because when I'm covered up. So, off, this
1: is, and this is the go- problem, right? This is the problem with these women is that they dig themselves into a hole that makes no sense and then they feel like they have to justify the answer instead of just saying when I'm half naked, right? I mean, it's just—it just is a reality that you're gonna attract eyes that way because people, if nothing else, people are gonna be like, "What? What's going on over there? Is that what? Is she wearing any clothes?" I was walking the other day, no joke, and there was a woman who was wearing leggings, and the leggings were the exact color of somebody's skin, and I—I I did like four double takes because I was like, "Is, is she? Is she naked?" what is going on? What is going on? I even, my husband was walking with my husband. I'm like, is she wearing any clothes? And he was like, I think it's leggings. I don't know. It was like, it was like a study in human behavior. Like what is going on here? So sometimes it's just like the shock value. So of course it's going to draw eyes. And of course she knows that, or she wouldn't be wearing it. She's wearing it because she wants attention. She's not showing up on the Fresh and Fit podcast in a high neck sweater and a long dress down to the ankles. She showed up with the the, the pants, with the belly out, and the boobies, and this, that, right? She was going there to get attention. So why can't you just, I don't understand the disconnect here. If you are proud of your body, if you are proud of the fact that you go out and you get attention, if you are proud and it's like empowering for you to dress sexy, just say it. Just say, I do this to get attention. That's it. What is the problem? If you're the type of woman who thinks that you should still be on the prowl, looking for attention when you have a man, own it. Own it. The reason they don't own it is because no guy would stay with them. Obviously, we know the answer to that question. But this is, like, deceptive. The only honest moment she had was when she said that the attention made her happy. Yeah, we get it, honey. We get it. The attention makes you happy. It makes you happy to go out and get a ton of attention from other men. Now, if you're single, she's trying to say, well, I'm single, I'm single. (laughs) Sure, but that wasn't the hypothetical that was presented to you. The hypothetical that was presented to you is if you had a man and you were getting all the things that you wanted from that man, could he not request something from you? Like maybe you don't go out looking like a stripper, and that's too hard for you. Well, that guy should get out of that situation and fast. Okay. We're going to leave this clip, and we're going to go to number two. This is a deeply, deeply pathetic clip um, that I had to share. I saw this by accident. Let's play it. This is a a tweet, but it's a video. So you have to listen to to, to how this goes on, because she expects us to, in some way, feel a sense of camaraderie with her. I don't. Let's play it.
3: (laughs) Okay, this makes me laugh, but I wanted to clear it up. So he didn't make me pay. But it's almost worse. Am I wearing this shirt backward? Oh my god, I'm wearing my shirt backwards. Cool. Well, that's why it looks like this. But he didn't make me pay, but he asked the waitress for two bills and she brought one, which is super awkward. And so he was like, Oh, okay, I guess I'll get this one and you can get the next. And I was like, Okay. And then when we went out for brunch the next time, um, we were ordering and he was just kind of like lingering and I was like, it's okay, I got this one. He was like, oh, thanks so much. And then the next time he wanted to, as you guys saw, um, have me come over and order or cook for me or whatever. And I was like, no, I still want to be treated. I want to go to a restaurant. And um, we went to the restaurant and the waitress comes up and she's like, how do you want to split the bill? And she's looking at him and he looks at me and he's like, oh, how do you want to split the bill? And I look back at him, I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know. You asked me out. I drove an hour. I paid parking. Like, okay, fine. He paid parking, but it was $2. Well, I don't know. And then the next time, I saw him four times, guys. Like, I know. I know I shouldn't have seen him that many times. But he had good lips. And I just wanted to make out with someone. So I did it. I know I shouldn't have, but I did it. And the next time I had an appointment in the city, and let's was pause like, it oh, for a second. Grab
1: salads was, or coffee. I was going to let this one roll through. Uh, it's it's just too much, honestly. First of all, the fact—I mean, right from the beginning, she put the shirt on backwards and took the video. It's kind of hilarious, honestly. Imagine that sitting there, and she's like revealing it on. It's too much. So a pattern you may notice here is that she's complaining about this guy over and over and over again, and she she keeps going out with him though. Right, So she goes out on that first date, and he's like, oh, you get the next. Oh, I'll get this one, but you get the next one. The second that came out of his mouth, if that was something she wasn't looking for, she was looking for an old-school gentleman, that should have been the end. That's date number one, and that's the final date. (laughs) End scene. But no, she goes on second one, and then she picks up the bill. She's like, well, he said, you know, I should get the next one, so I'm going to get it. So she gets it. Then they go on another date, and she says she drove an hour, First of all, why you drive in an hour to meet him? I mean, do you not see all the red flags here? This guy doesn't like her. Guys, come on, fess up. When you really like a woman, you don't behave this way. This is how you treat a woman who you're like, eh, it's all right. You know, it's like a, I'll use this situation for what I'm going to get out of it, but I'm not going to spend my money on her. Guys spend money on women that they're interested in. They spend money. They spend time. They're concerned about the impression that they're making. They want her to go home feeling like he's got his you-know-what together. When guys don't care and they act like they don't care, it's because they don't care, Okay, So all he's telling you is like, sure, I'll hang out with you as long as you're willing to split the bill and pay for that one. And you're going to drive out and see me and all that. He's just telling you he doesn't care that much about you. And you haven't processed the memo because you're in some type of desperate state for whatever reason, where you're like, oh, he's got good lips. I just wanted to make out. Well, then, honey, you get what you deserve. What are you on some stupid video complaining about these guys? You got what you deserve. He laid it all out for you. He told you he wasn't going to pay. He told you he wasn't going to be a gentleman. He told you he wasn't going to drive to you. And you went in and went for it anyway. This is why people say that girls dig the bad boy, right? The Chad. (laughs) Right? The Chad gets her. And some guy who probably did pay, And some guy who probably drove an hour plus to go see her. And some guy who sent her, you know, two dozen roses on Valentine's Day just because. That guy's sitting alone, twiddling his thumbs. While this guy, who did none of that, didn't cater to her one bit, got a great day. Got to make out, do a little this, do a lot of that. He got a whole bunch of meals purchased for him. (laughs) See the difference? So this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like, you know, you should be a gentleman. But you gotta be a gentleman for people who deserve it. A. And if you're a woman out there, stop complaining about situations that you're putting yourself in. Now, would that work for me? Would I go on four dates with this guy if I was single? No. I would have been out of there after the first date. And that would have been it. Maybe I would have complained about that first date and been like, oh, you didn't, whatever, you know, you can, and then you're done. But you don't keep complaining and putting yourself into a situation as if you're not a grown woman who can make your own decisions and get yourself out. How sad too. You look at, you know, this is also nasty to me. That's my first use of the word nasty in the show. There you go. You're so desperate to make out with somebody that you're you're driving all around doing this. And she's not an unattractive girl. So what what exactly went wrong? I'm telling I'm telling I'm gonna say it. Where is your father, honey? Where is your father? Because women who were raised right don't put up with this type of nonsense. They don't. They don't put up with this type of nonsense. I was going just because I wanted to make out with someone. Nasty. Mm mm. Put your tongue back in your mouth, honey. All right, let's keep going. And I
3: had already had coffee already so I was like, I haven't had lunch, Um, let's grab salads. And then so I felt kind of obligated to pay, like it was weird, he was standing behind me but like it's at the counter bar so I wasn't about to just like pay for myself and just be like, you're on your own, sir, but I should have. These were $45, like $45, like the salads are not cheap at Mandy's. Anyways, I just really wanted someone to make out with but I know it wasn't right. But still, it was like the red flag was there from the first time when he asked for two, like he asked for two bills and then she brought one. I was like, the fuck? Anyways, had to clear it up. He did not make me pay on the first day. He was not penny pinching, Penny pinching, but basically he asked for two bills and then the waitress was like, mm, okay. no I've seen sir. enough. I'm going to give you one. You're so gonna
1: pay- what happens is they put themselves through this and now she's having like a therapy session with us, right? She's trying to pick on the guy. It's like she's talking to her best friend, only she stuck it on TikTok for all of us to watch. She's picking on the guy, and then she's like, well, I look really stupid. Well, And then she comes back, and she's like, well, he wasn't penny-pinching. Because she feels like an idiot. Because as she's telling the story, she's realizing more and more, like, mm, I look pretty bad in this story. Yeah, you do. You look pretty bad, so nasty. I don't understand these women. It's like, what has happened to women? Oh, I just needed to make out with a random guy, so I like spent all my money and drove to see him. Are you like, what made you so desperate? I have a hard time believing that girl is so desperate, to be honest with you, too, right? Unless she's really irritating to be around, or she's not, I don't know what it could be about her that could be so blatantly unattractive, because she's an attractive girl. I guess she went for the one guy who didn't want her, which is. You know how the story goes, right? There could be 10 guys in a room, right? Nine of them want you. You want the guy who doesn't, right? Does it not happen? People in the chat know what I'm talking about. By the way, uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. It's not going to like itself. Comment below. I've been reading the comments. You saw I read the comments about the song. Brought that song back. So read the, share your comments about who you'd like to see on the show. By the way, I was talking to MLD. Uh, would you be interested in having a, a, me have him back remotely? He's in Japan. I think it could be fun. I think if any guest could do remote, it would be him because he's got such a big personality. You tell me in the, in the chat and in the comments, you want to see MLD on remotely? I think that could be fun. Maybe he could weigh in on this psychopath from the, you know, whatever podcast who went back, <laughs> back on. Wait till we get to that. Okay. Here we are. We have arrived at the scene of the crime. So Bangs is back. For those of you who don't know, she was on the Whatever Podcast with MLD. They had it out. She went viral, by the way. And apparently she's been, I spoke to him, apparently she's been tagging him and, like, railing against him since then. She rails against all the red pill people, by the way, in this show. She says that you're all picking on her and whatnot. Who knows? Anyway, she's back. And she's here to let you all know that she is a perfect, perfect 10. So let's listen in her own words. 1935. I'm
5: still going to root myself a 10.
0: Dante Jackson. Is this Davon Jackson's evil twin brother? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So continue with your point you were saying about the 10. So a 10 would be considered perfect. Do you consider yourself perfect?
5: I mean, of course. (laughs) I mean, I have my flaws, of course, but it's i think it's about confidence it's about having
6: confidence super chatted 50 dollars in reality (laughs) when a man rates you honestly on your looks you call us insecure and get hurt none of you ladies are tens especially the delusional nanny if you are a 10 where is your vote
5: contract
6: you barely deserve an average guy
0: bangs
5: all
0: right do you want to shoot shots back at cheeks? Beaten cheeks.
5: <laughs> I love
6: <laughs> your name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> your name's I, don't, <laughs> I really don't care, to be honest. Can I say queen. Go for it. I think that people thinking like if you're ten, you're on Vogue. I think that's kind of dumb because not everyone who is on Vogue is absolutely gorgeous. It's just they're you know rich enough and famous and famous enough to be on there. Um, and I also think that, like, rating ourselves is kind of not beneficial because, I mean, I'm a Christian, so I think that
0: we're oh made gosh. in God's Oh, I can't with this. So okay.
1: So she comes back on, bangs, and she says that she's a 10. Okay? She's a 10. Now, let's ask everyone in the chat. Is, is she a 10? No, the answer is no. She is not a 10. And you know how I feel about this. No, no one is a 10, in my view, because a 10 is perfection. right? But you know what we're talking about. For the sake of the conversation, we're talking about really, 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 really hot girls. Somebody that you would walk down the street, you'd see, and you'd be like, oh, is that a model? It happens, right? You walk down the street, like, wow, that's, you know. Some people are just a beautiful specimen. You know, men, women. It's almost like they were just created, and they just, like, ev- all the features align, the body type, you know, everything. This woman is not a 10. This woman is not approaching a 10. Okay, I have to be realistic about that. This is not to take a dig at her, by the way. This is just objective reality. So she thinks that rating yourself is about confidence. That's delusion, honey. What he's asking you is if you have a realistic assessment of where you are on the look spectrum. Now, why is that important? For obvious reasons. Because if you go out there and you have a distorted sense of what you look like and you're thinking, oh, I'm a 10, I'm a 10, I'm a 10, because I guess your mama told you or, I don't know, your therapist told you. You're walking around saying I'm a 10 and you're looking at 10 guys, you know, and they're amazing, built, this, that, the other thing. And you're like, well, that's that's who I want. You're living in the land of Oz, honey because those guys are going to be looking for women that are actually close to 10. That's not you. You're going to be left sad. You're going to be left alone. It's just not helpful. It's not realistic. If you say to yourself, let's say somebody's a six, and they say, you know what? I'm confident. I'm a six, looks-wise. Maybe you've got other things you bring to the table. You know, It's not like a death sentence. It's just looks are one component of what makes a person appealing. But if you're realistic about that, then if a guy who's a six, who also visually may be a six, but has a lot of other things he brings to the table, walks in, you're going to give that guy a time of day. You're going to give that guy a chance to show you what else he's got because you're saying, well, you know what, looks aren't everything when it comes to me. I'm not some you know, 10. So why would I have that expectation of a guy? It just creates a more realistic opportunity for you to make a connection with a man. So Brian is repeatedly trying to have some discussion with this woman that brings her back to reality, and she won't have it. right? Because she was told that she's supposed to say she's a 10. Feminists told her that it's self-empowering to be deluded. She's going to insist she's a 10. And regardless of what realistic, logical, factual point you bring up, she's going to tell her a line. There's a lot, a lot of women like that. And by the way, guys don't have this luxury, really, that women have, this delusion. Because guys, (laughs) they have to go up to women, oftentimes. And they get rejected constantly. So a guy who's a 6 knows he's a six, right? Because he's gone up to women who are eights and who are sevens and who are nines. And they've been like, no thanks, right? Over and over and over and over again. So they get comfortable with where they stand. And they're like, hey, I bring other things to the table. Or they say to themselves, you know what? I'm only a six visually, but I'm going to like amp up this part of my life. I'm going to get a really good job. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be a really good guy. I'm going to, you know, all these other things I can bring to the table. I'm going to amp all that up. So my value increases because I know visually I'm not, you know, Brad Pitt. But women get so much attention online through the DMs and OnlyFans and Instagram and everything is Photoshopped and everything is fake that then they walk out into the real world and they're expecting that same level of attention. And when they're looking at you face to face, honey, it it doesn't quite look like the Instagram photo is all I'm going to say. So then it's like this harsh reality because you've been deluding yourself and you've been living in the world of make-believe on Instagram with your airbrushed photos and all that stuff. And suddenly that 10 guy is not paying attention to you and you're upset. Just trying to wake you up is all I'm saying. Now the delusion goes so far with this one, though. You have to ask yourself, though, is it delusion? Does she really believe what she's saying? And I want to have MLD on because I want to ask him when you were in the presence of this woman. Do you really think she was believing what she was saying or was she there just to tell a line? I'm curious to ask him. But let's go to 2739. She brings up an interesting, another girl brings up an interesting example who she also, by the way, believes is a 10. Just listen up.
6: Like, we live in a society where Lizzo is really overweight and people think that she's a 10. Would you rate her a 10?
5: Yeah, I guess. Like, mm. I think all women are a 10, to be honest. Oh.
0: <laughs> all, all women. Yeah. But, I think but, I
5: go outside and honestly, like, I see, like, 10 beautiful girls. I see, like, a fine man, like, every two
1: and a half years, if I'm going to be honest. So, I go outside okay. and I see beautiful right. women everywhere. Okay. All right. Before the man-hating has begun. Right. First of all, Deli, would you do me a favor? Could you bring up a, uh, an image of Lizzo? I just want to take a look at Lizzo because she said, you know how to do that in here? Okay, we're in a different room. She said that uh, Lizzo is a 10. I find that an interesting statement. So Deli's okay, let's just, any random, you see these images of Lizzo? Does Lizzo look like a 10 to you in your assessment? Lizzo is obese, morbidly so. Lizzo is not a 10. Okay. Lizzo is not a 10. This girl, Bangs, is not a tent. Can we just have, I mean, is there no one sane left in the world? Okay. They're not a tent. So the example is utterly absurd. The reason that other girl brought it up was she was like, yeah, I mean, she was expecting her to be like, well, no, Lizzo's not a tent. No, every woman is a tent. Also, notice the man hating. So this woman had the audacity to say that all women are tens. Lizzo, her, you know, all women are tense. She walks out and she just sees an array of beautiful women at the grocery store, everywhere. But she hasn't seen a decent-looking guy in two and a half years. You're a man-hater. You are a man-hater. Because that's just untrue, right? That's utterly ridiculous that you would say that. But this is what you're dealing with. Red flag girl, guys. You see a girl like this, talking like this, having a separate set of rules for women than she does for men? Get your stuff and leave. It's not worth it. It is not worth it whatever you could get out of it it's not going to be worth the aggravation your stress level is going to rise you're going to be needing some sort of detox remedies from Rokasa before you know it okay all right let's go to uh 4705 this is fascinating too because now you're listening to this girl does she sound in the chat i'm curious and by the way get in the chats we're going to read your chats. so get on in there ask your questions your comments whatever you got coming i'm coming over there in a few minutes does this woman appeal to you men in the chat does she appeal to you in any way? Would you be like, oh, yeah, bangs, that's what I want. Girl, just like bangs. I'm curious because now she's about to share a story that I want to know if you find it believable or not. Let's go to 4705,
0: Delhi. Just randomly, yeah. just before the show, oh, let me pay for your gas.
1: Yeah, and after the last show,
5: some guy DM'd me, he's like, Send me your Amazon wish list. I'm going to buy everything. He bought me like $500 with this stuff. From the show. Oh my yes gosh. Yo, <laughs> yo. Where is he at the chat? Eric, pull up the chat. Pull up the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. up the chat.
0: I need a freaking... <laughs> She's oh telling on herself. She's literally a finesse. You finesser. guys are sense. Oh. Yo, guys, you guys got to stop, profile. man. <laughs> okay. I, she'd probably find you attractive so if you stopped buying.
1: And she tells a whole story, which we're not going to, because it goes on and on and on about how she doesn't pay for gas. And when she go, went to the gas station, somebody stepped in and was like, oh, can I, you know, pay for your gas? A whole, a whole bunch of nonsense. Who knows what's true and what's not? And then she was invited to some party. I don't know. Sounds like she's getting a lot of attention. But do I think the whole story is true? I don't know. What I will say, though, let's, let's just take her at her word. Let's say that this stuff has all happened. There are simps everywhere. Do you realize this woman is sitting on TV? She's saying horrible, horrible, horrible things about guys all the time. Oh, I don't see a good-looking guy. You know, every two and a half years, maybe. Guys are oppressive. Guys are misogynist. I'm going to do what I want. I'm a 10. This, that, and the other. She's disrespectful, right? just goes to show you that you can have disrespectful woman who's not really concerned with reality at all who's not concerned with you know, what she brings to the table, only concerned, what, what do you bring to the table for me? Um, deeply attention-seeking. We learned that from the prior show. And guys will still spend money on her. Why, guys? Why? Why? Why are these guys waiting with bated breath to get abuse? I mean, I just don't understand it. And this is part of the problem, because when you spend money on women like that, you enable that behavior. And I had this conversation early on where I had, I don't remember if it was Justin Waller, Maybe it was Rolo. I don't know who I was talking to. One of the earlier shows where I was talking about this stuff. And I said, it's a real problem that take this girl aside and let's pretend she she did look like a 10. Let's say she was really, really, really hot. These hot girls sometimes get away with terrible, terrible behavior. <clears throat> and guys will just, they'll take it, right? They'll take the abuse. They'll, you talk nasty to them. You make demands. They can't ask anything of you, and that's a problem because it enables that behavior then. And then you've got girls going around thinking that they can treat guys like that because you're paying for the dinners anyway. You're buying them nice gifts anyway. You're sitting at home while she's going to girls' night out half naked. I mean, you you have to just set boundaries and say, I give respect, but I need to get respect. And you have to be comfortable making those statements and and having your actions correspond with those statements, right? Because if you make that statement and then you go and do and die for her while she's still out gallivanting and trying to impress some other guy, you haven't really made a statement at all. Can we all, you know, acknowledge that? Okay. We're going to get to more of Bangs in a second. I'm going to go into the chat, Deli. I have arrived. The Phoenix. I've been spreading the word and sharing your content and people are waking up. Would love to be on your show one day. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. Swedish Jeff, 2022, trying to find a good woman in 2023 is like trying to find something redeemable in the new Star Wars movies. Well, that is quite a search, isn't it? It is quite a search. They exist, but it's, it's, it's challenging. It is not an easy time. I often will say in conversations with my friends and family that I am very grateful that I am not 23 and dating right now. I mean, it, it just is. The reality is there's a lot of nightmarish stuff going on. Christina Gonzalez, free Tate. We're going to get to Tate. We're going to get to an updated statement from his lawyer, and I'm going to tell you what's going on there because I feel like I have a pretty solid footing on what's going on there. We're going to get to that in just a little bit. Right now, though, I think that's all I have in here right now. Oh, no, there's one more. Ryan the Eating Warrior, of course, is here. Welcome. She talks like an NPC. I think she fully believes what she's saying. L-M-A-O. Yeah, well, you know, that's the question, right? It's very hard for me to assess that if I don't have time with that, you know, an individual in person. And by the way, we have tried, I constantly get, well, Jed, why don't you have feminists on? I have tried to get so many, you know, prestigious blue check mark feminists to come sit at this table with me and they won't come. They won't respond. One person, I won't mention by name, said, I'll come, but I need to have a whole long list of everything we're going to talk about ahead of time. And I was like, honey, you're just, come on, that's not how it works. You know how many live TV segments I showed up for in my life where I had no idea what they were gonna talk about or who I was gonna be on the panel with? I love these babies now, all these babies out there. I need to know everything in advance. You're insecure, you're not gonna survive the hour, forget it, never mind. Benjamin Cock, bang sees money, not men. Easy to denigrate men when you see them as a thing, not a person. Hey, and that's that may be true, but and that's your job to to figure out, right? Because it's it's remember guys, if you're if you're going out and spending money on these on these women and they're mistreating you, it's on you at the end of the day because you're choosing to spend that money, you're choosing to spend that time, you're choosing to give that respect. I said the same thing to the woman earlier when I said, "Why well, you showing up if this guy's not a gentleman?" It's on you. Oh, I want to make out with somebody nasty, nasty. Okay, Ugh, God, do you know what else too? Can I just say I am so horrified. We always talk about sex, right, and how sexual promiscuity is, you know, is what it is. And I say, the, oh, it's nasty. This Can I just also say, why is everybody making out with everybody? Like, I talk to some young people who aren't that far out of college, and they'll tell me that, you know, they were hooking up with all these people in college. By the time they got out of college, they had, like, a lot of tongues had been in their mouth. I mean, a lot. And I'm just thinking to myself, that's nasty, too. Is kissing no longer an intimate experience, I remember a time when kissing was a big deal, when kissing was very intimate. I, I just don't understand. How nasty is that? You go to a party, get drunk. I know people telling stories, oh, they're making out with a bunch of people in one night. Disgusting. Ugh. And then within the friend group, they're all, oh, I made out with this one, and I made out with that one, and I made out with this one, and then they all go to a party, and they're all sitting there, and they've all everybody's tongue's been down, everybody's throat. I mean, do people have no self-respect. Ugh. No guy, by the way, is going to respect any woman that's done that. Ever. He may have, you know, made out with her. But now that he knows that uh, he also made out with her and that guy made out with her and that guy made out with her, he's not going to take you seriously, honey. You're just making yourself into a low-level commodity, as they say. Nasty, though. But how do you do it? How do you even – I don't even want, like, food I don't like in my mouth, let alone some stranger's tongue. Ugh. Nasty. Oh, I can't. Oh, God. People are like, ten you're old. Listen. I may be old, but I have my morals intact. You know? Okay. Get in your DeLorean jet and go home. All right. Let's, uh, Donovan Sharp, people I keep asking for, by the way. Justin's life. Keep up the work. Keep up the good work. You should have Donovan Sharp on your show. I've been, they've been, a lot of people have been asking for Donovan Sharp. That's interesting. I'm gonna make a note of that. Chief C, yes, on average, most women are average. Guys, question, do most of your guy friends have wives that are below average or above average? Oh, interesting. Do most of your guy friends have wives that are below or above average? In the chat, you can have that discussion. I think it's a good question. Okay, I'm getting off the chat now. I'm getting very distracted and very heated since talking about the tongues. Oh, okay. Let's talk about some sexism, y'all. Modern women love to blame sexism and oppression but have no idea what they're talking about because you know it's not a lot going on up here a lot of the time unfortunately sad to see. okay let's go to number four 32420 how uh, was how women are, have been
5: oppressed and I'm just gonna say it's not my job to educate you and school you on that and if you don't but if, know, if I okay. reject
0: your your presuppositions, then you do need to explain to me
5: no i'm telling you this i'm like i'm telling you like it's not my job to school you like you should have learned this in school and honestly it's a little scary that you don't know how women have been oppressed in the past because like this country was like built for men and these like laws and rules like all they all (laughs) they're it's all to like For men, you know, like it was built for men, and like this podcast enough is showing me that
0: sexism
5: is still really alive. Can I? Oh wow,
0: you You think this podcast is sexist?
5: There, I was posted on so many red pill incel accounts. Yes, it's
1: giving incel a lot. Oh please, okay, all the buzzwords are. By the way, I love that. I need an erroneous button. I, that Tate erroneous button, is it not fantastic? I would love to hit that button and just hear erroneous. That and haram. I mean, how great would that be? I need an erroneous. Whoever's listening the value and team, no one, apparently. Everyone's gone to lunch. But regardless, <laughs> I want those two buttons. Let's make it happen. Think about it. I'd be pressing them all day long. That's all you would hear. The whole show would just be those buttons. You know it. I get caught up in a, in a gadget. Let me just say that. Um, man. She's talking about sexism. First of all, she's asked a question. Oh, okay. You're saying that sexism and oppression against women is alive and well in 2023. Where can you, can you give me an example? And she's defensive. Why? Because first of all, it's untrue. And secondly, she has no examples. So now she wants to say, well, I shouldn't have to explain it to you because you have no examples, honey. You're not confident in what you're saying. Somebody asks me a question, about how the matrix has taken over everybody's lives, I'm going to come out with multiple examples to back that up. You don't have the information to back it up. So maybe, bangs, you should go home and you should think about whether there's actual validity behind what you're saying. Are there facts to support it? Or are you just a a, a walking talking head? Because it seems like whenever somebody challenges you, you got nothing to say. Also, I find it really interesting that she says this podcast, this whatever podcast, is sexist. How is it sexist? He's got a whole bunch of women on every day to share how they feel. In fact, he's outnumbered consistently. He's got one guy next to him, sometimes maybe two. Oftentimes, they're more soft-spoken than he is, minus you know MLD and a few others. And they're there to share how they feel, how their view of the world. Defend your point. You have an open forum and an open seat to defend your point. Don't be upset and start labeling this podcast or that podcast or this person sexist because you come to the table without any facts and look dumb and feel embarrassed because that's what's going on here. I can't believe it. Can you imagine? Sexism. I hate when they say that. Nothing nothing to back it up either. <sighs> Okay, I'm going to move on from the whatever podcast because, you know, I need to catch my breath is the bottom line. And by the way, I have all of my papers now strewn about, so I don't know what's going on here. It'll be a miracle if I ever find my home. Okay, so this next story is interesting that I want to bring to your attention because it's quite wild. I thought I had read the numbers wrong when I looked at it. I was like, this cannot be. Check this out. She has 11 kids from eight baby daddies. I was like, how do you even keep track of what's going on there? She's got 11 kids. 11 kids and eight baby daddies. And she says that she's not embarrassed about it. This is from the New York Post. This is what it says. A mom of 11 who has children with eight different fathers hit back at trolls calling out her lifestyle, claiming they they wouldn't be saying that if she were a man. And besides, she loves her life. Interesting. Again, right away, oh, if it was a man. People call men out for this all the time, honey. Wake up. Men can have multiple baby mamas and no one bats an eye, but I get talked about for having multiple baby daddies, she says, adding that she would get the same reaction if she went to a sperm bank. In October, the mom spoke about the advantages of having so many men. She she not only sees this as, as, a, as a plus, she sees this as a, an advantage to her life. Let me explain it, she said in a TikTok rant after she went viral for revealing her growing family makeup. If you have one and you take one away, you have zero. But if you have eight... And you take away three, you still have five. This is her logic. So I would like to know from this woman. Let me see, do I have another page here? I don't think so. I would like to know from this woman, first of all, how are you not embarrassed? How are you not embarrassed? 11 kids with eight different dads? That's a disgrace, Okay. Secondly, are you not concerned for the children at all? I mean, what type of dynamic and what type of stability is there for your children? I mean, that they're sitting in a family and they don't even know who their dad is. Like, they got to see just chaos in the house all the time. That's what you've created, chaos. And thirdly, I'd like to know who's paying for everything. So you've chosen this lifestyle where you're looking for somebody else to just pay your way through this. And by the way, she says that she wants more kids. There was a line in there where she says uh, she wants to have another 19 babies just so she could make it even to 30. She'd like to have a total of 30 children with all different dads. So I would like to ask her, you know, did you think about your kids at all in this equation? Do you have no no self-respect whatsoever? What are you going to tell your kids, by the way, when you have to explain that dynamic to them about what's going on in your house that it's just what a revolving door of guys all the time? And by the way, how disgusting that she says, "Oh, if you have, you know, 8, but you lose 3, you still have 5." You know what? If you lose 3, Those kids who who were the children of those three dads still lost a dad, honey, right? Because somebody else just can't step in and be that dad in the same way that that biological father can, right? So your kids are still at a loss. Maybe you still got gifts and got stuff paid for and got, you know, whatever you needed. But did your child get what they needed? This is really a, this is a despicable, despicable, despicable mother to behave this way. I can't imagine it. I really can't. When I see stuff like this that involves kids, the reason I covered this was because, one, it's a train wreck, and you need to be able to see a train wreck for what it is. But number two, because this is a woman who you know has 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 put herself out there in such a way that now when she's labeled for you know recreational use only, she's going to be upset. but that wh- what do you expect people to, to to see in this situation? You expect men to respect you with you going on stuff going on like that? I can't. I have a child and I think about stuff the way you know kids are just tossed to the side sometimes and I lose my mind. So I just wanted to show you that sometimes we talk about extreme examples and we say, oh, these examples don't, they exist. They may not be the norm, but women like that exist as well. And one, by the way, may be really hot and may go out one night and may try to trap you in that situation. So she's got nine baby daddies, and, and that nine she's looking for might be you. So be careful around women like that. Be very careful. And by the way, be careful in general. This is why I don't like promiscuity because you never know. Let's say somebody goes out. She doesn't tell you her whole story. You don't know that that's the woman that's got, you know, however many kids by however many dads. You decide you're going to hook up with her. You decide to be careless. Whatever happens, one thing leads to another, and suddenly you are now part of this chaos. So that's why I don't like sexual promiscuity. And I tell people, always be prepared, if you're going to be promiscuous, that you could have a child. Right? You have to go in knowing that's a possibility. It's not worth it if you don't know who that woman is, if you don't trust who that woman is, and if you're not prepared to bring a child into the world with that woman. It's not. I'm telling you, it's not. No amount of of temporary gratification is going to be worth that lifelong headache of being entangled with somebody like that. Okay. Let's talk simps. Let's talk simps. Got any simps in the chat? You wouldn't own it. Would you tell me if you were a simp? Imagine somebody in the chat. I'm a simp. Don't be a simp. So here we have a woman. You know, you do these uh, foot fetish people really into the feet. I'm just saying. Really, really into the fate. This woman says she's getting $40,000 a month for feed pics. I heard that. I was like, Deli, I'm taking my shoes off right now, putting them right up here on the table. Let's see what we can do today. Let's see what the chat does for me today. I'm just kidding. I have standards. People in the chat are like, really? What, Jen? Now let's let's not take all options off the table. She's getting $40,000 a month feed pics. Can you even, I can't even talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Because, guys, what are you doing? Let's go to number six, 29.
6: Yeah, so I do this, but not too.
0: (laughs) Yikes. Okay, (laughs) go ahead. Um,
6: I let all of them know my intentions beforehand. Guys enjoy spending money on me, and I'm not going to say no. Uh, Everyone knows (laughs) I make money from what I do, and I make a lot.
0: You make a lot from the feet stuff? Mm -hmm. Did you say how much you make? No. Oh, how much you make? per year a month, a Come month on. Sure.
6: up to 40k <laughs>
0: oh my god that's impressive okay congratulations um there's not a lot of <laughs> dudes who are 19 you're 19 right dude not a lot of wait, men who are 19 who can
1: brian don't don't try to put your feet online you ain't gonna make forty thousand dollars a month honey don't don't get any ideas brian was like you saw a momentary pause there he's like 40 is it worth no not for your feet Brian, they're not coming for your feet. But guys, can I ask you, please, before we continue with this, don't lie. Would you do this? Would you spend money to get pictures of women's feet? I mean, is this really what what we what we are what point we're at in society right now? This woman's making forty thousand dollars a month for sending pictures of her feet. Stop the madness. Okay, we're going to continue because not only does she do the feet pics, but she does other things that. Um, I can't believe how much money she's making. Not even having sex with guys. Let's just listen to her story. It's fascinating.
0: Make forty thousand dollars selling their feet pics online. But um, okay, so but and then in addition to that, you also go on dates.
6: Yes. Um, so a lot of the men that I do go on dates with are fully aware of the fact that I go out with other guys.
0: That you go out with other guys. Yeah.
6: If they want to take me out, I let them. She take belongs me out. to the streets. I. <laughs> <laughs> If they want to take me out, I let them take me out. I don't do anything besides just food. I don't remember the last time I paid for my own gas or my nails or my lashes. Um, yes, most Good of them for you. They, they offer. I never ask. They always what? offer. What? <laughs> and um, I don't have to do anything with them. Don't have to sleep with them. Nothing.
0: Um. So, but you said you're upfront with them. Yeah. So, in what way? Like, how would you be upfront? Like, so anytime. Let, for example. Logan's asking you out on a date.
1: <laughs> He's like, no.
0: <laughs> how does And how would you be upfront with him?
6: Whenever I get asked, I usually just ask, like, what are your intentions? What do you want from me? Do you just want to hook up? Or do you really just want to, like, hang out? Um, I always let them know, like, hey, I'm not going to ask you to pay for anything. I actually have an expectation that when you go on a date with a guy, that the first date, he always pays. And that's just out of respect.
0: Okay.
6: Um, I usually just let them know I'm not trying to sleep with you. I'm not trying to hook up if that's what you want to do and find somebody else. Usually, majority of the time, they're pretty cool with it. But guys... M. Martin super chatted $50. (laughs) She belongs to the (laughs) feet.
1: Okay, let's pause it here for a second. First, can I just say that that chat feature, it drives me nuts. Do you like it? I can't stand that stupid feature on what. where now they have this, like british accent guy coming in and say it drives me nuts i don't like it sorry brian if you're listening um so again how sad is this there is a population of men out there that are so lonely and so rejected that they are actually paying this woman just for time of just no sexual acts no making out nothing just to sit and talk to her and have her be around you're spending money on her nails, on her hair, on her eyelashes, on her gasoline. She goes on, by the way, we're not going to play the whole thing. She goes on to say that she has certain guys designated for different things. So this guy's for gasoline, and this guy's for nails, and this guy is for hair and eyelashes. And she texts them and says, oh, by the way, I'm getting my nails done next Tuesday, and they send money. And in turn, they get her company. Now, I'm curious, why would a guy do this? I mean – I thought about, well, maybe a guy wants to show her off to his friends. Like, he brings her around. The friends think that they have something going on. It looks like he's got a girl. It looks like, you know, he's got a story to tell. Like, oh, you're with that girl. He makes up some story, whatever. First of all, that's deeply, deeply sad. Then I thought, I mean, are these guys really so lonely and depressed that they're actually doing this? And they don't even realize how bad it is. I mean, this is like beyond simping. What are you getting out of this situation? She's telling you outright she's doing it with other guys. She's telling you outright it's a financial transaction for her. She's telling you outright she doesn't really care about you. She's there. She's going to collect her money. Yeah, she'll sit and talk with you for a little while. Maybe she'll just chill and have a coffee. But what are you really ultimately getting out of this? I mean, you're not going to date that girl. You know what I think is going on here? I think she's a bit sneaky. I think she's a bit sneaky. Let's play a little bit more. I just want to see if she says the sneaky part. It might be at the tail end, but let's see.
0: (laughs) Yo, Martin. Thank you, man. Oh, after we go around on this, I will get the rest of the Super Chats. Thank you, guys. Get your Super Chats in. Um, So continue.
6: I just keep it straight up. I let them know. I'm not trying to sleep with you. We can hang out. That's that. Uh, Typically, I keep around four or five of them just because some of them pay for different things. Um, but that's mostly it. I let them know they're cool with it. Some of them are just really lonely, and a lot of the times guys waste their own time because they're not straight up about what they want, so they'll lead you on until you give them what you want, and then when you never do, it's like a waste
1: of their time, not mine. Okay, Okay, let's stop it. I'm not going to play this whole thing because you're going to get a little bored. It goes on, and then there's like a, a ding at the end where she says, Brian says something to her or somebody in the chat says something to her about, do you just lead them you know you're very vague so do they feel like maybe there's an opportunity that you might actually date them even though you won't you leave like the door ever so slightly open and she says yes so she's straight with them to an extent but she's still a little flirtatious and this is the problem that guys have right sometimes if a guy really likes a girl he refuses to see reality so she could tell you to your face like I'm not interested but if she giggles or flirts that's her way of keeping you around and getting stuff from you, right? Without giving you anything. And she can always say, Well, I told him the truth. You have to be able to detect that that giggle is fake, that that flirting is to get stuff from you, but she doesn't really like you because if she did really like you, she'd be wanting to actually date you, not just be involved in some financial transaction like this girl is doing. So you gotta have your head on straight. You gotta have your head on straight. You gotta be thinking up here, not down there, if you know what I'm talking about. Okay? Now, this is an interesting angle to the conversation that Brian is wrong on. Let's play 1358, number seven. Right?
0: Well, I think it's kind of like you're, you're taking advantage of them. Because if, you, if you're going on a date where the other person has a genuine interest in pursuing you romantically, you're sort of misrepresenting your intentions to gain a benefit.
1: Okay, pause that. The reason I'm pointing this out is because don't fall into this hole. She's not taking advantage of them. They are allowing themselves to be taken advantage of. She cannot, a woman cannot take advantage of a man unless he allows it. So she's up front. She's telling these guys, I'm not really into you. I'm not going to date you. I'm not going to sleep with you. I'm not going to hook up with you. But I would like to spend time with you that's completely benign. And in turn, you're going to pay for stuff. That's what she's saying. Sure, she may flirt a little and may laugh a little in that, but she is telling you what's what. You are choosing not to see that and instead to invest in that woman and hope that that little giggle or that little flirting turns into something that is on you. So, guys, this is not – you have to not play a victim. This is a victim card here of, oh, you're being taken – you're not being taken advantage of if you're being told straight and you refuse to see what you need to see. So, and, and don't be hypnotized by the hair or the nails or the lashes, or maybe she got a cute booty, I don't know, I can't see it, or whatever it may be, don't be hypnotized and then be like, oh, she took advantage of me. now she told you straight that she wasn't into you and you chose not to believe her. So if you spend money on her, it's on you. If you're giving her time, it's on you. That is all on you. When you meet a woman like this, your job is to not entertain it. You should not be entertaining this. This is a transaction where you have nothing to gain here. There's nothing in this for you. If you're looking for a friend, go make some friends. Okay? This is you know you're not looking for a friend sitting down with this girl. Come on. Come now. You know it. Most of the time men aren't looking for female friends. So you were looking for something to happen here or there would be no incentive for you to do it and in turn you're getting nothing, but your your bank is getting emptied. Your bank account is going to be, and her nails are getting longer and longer and more decorated on your dime. So let's be real. Okay. Let's talk about the Tates. As long as I have my papers intact, I'm going to give an update on the Tates. So a couple of things have happened with respect to the Tate brothers. A couple of days ago, I saw this update from, you guys follow Censored Man on, um, He's on, he's on Twitter. I don't know if he's also on Instagram. He released a statement from the Tate brothers' lawyers after their court appearance. They had a court appearance a couple of days ago. I'm going to read a couple of things from the statement. This is not the most recent update, but I'm going back to this point for a reason. So this guy, Eugene Vidiniak, I'm going to say that wrong. He's one of the lawyers. Um, he expected a favorable solution because it came up that the Tates had an option to either they were going to be held in prison for another month or they were going to be released. As it turns out, they've been held. But before we knew the decision, this is what the lawyer had said. Through the efficiency of the defense, we say that we have effectively paralyzed the evidence administered until now in the case, so that the grounds have ceased and the new grounds are not likely to lead to an extension of the measure of preventative detention. So in other words, there's been no new evidence presented. No new evidence presented. He says the prosecutor's office failed to bring new elements from the perspective of the initial accusations formulated. Nothing new was brought to light. From the perspective of the evolution of the investigation, no prosecution was extended against Andrew or Tristan Tate for any other act. And he says it would be it is unnatural to be with the file in exactly the same phase as you were two months ago. So let me sum up, sum up this for you. I wanted to read it exactly as it was, but let me sum it. The, I just closed the chats, by the way, on the computer, and I don't know how to get it back up. I apologize in advance. Um, let me sum this up for you. What happens here, these guys have been in jail, you know how long now? For a very, very long time. It's been several months. They have been investigated now for, I believe it's 11 months. They have been digging and digging and digging and digging for more information. They have found nothing. What they are saying here, the Tate Tate Brothers lawyers, is they're saying no new charges have been brought. They haven't even charged them, but no new accusations, nothing new is in this file. There's no new evidence that has been presented. Nothing new is here. Nothing new is here. And yet, they decided to hold these two guys. Now, I was told that Luana and Georgiana, who are the two, uh, I don't know what you would call them, assistants. They work with the Tate brothers. I was told that they have been granted house arrest. I've been looking to confirm that from inside their team. That's the last I heard of that, that they've been let out of the jail and they are in house arrest now. But I ask you, what's going on here? If there is nothing new that's been presented, if there are no additional accusations that have come in, you have now had how many months? You've been looking into this guy for 11 months, digging through electronic devices, choosing to ignore footage around the house that would invalidate what you're saying. We now know that there have wiretaps that have been released that have shown that two of these women were f- completely fabricating a story against the Tates shown to be fabricating that, and that the authorities in Romania had access to that reality, that this was a complete fabrication. So why are the Tate brothers still in jail? This, this has to be, at this point, purely political. You've brought no charges against them. you got 11 months. You brought no charges. Why? You have nothing to charge. Now you are on a witch hunt. You have these two guys in jail. And because of a deeply corrupt political system, you are able to keep them in jail for these extended little 30 day windows. You're keeping them in jail for no good reason. If you had a reason, you would have charged them already, and you would have sent them to trial. So this is now political, and they're getting away with it. I don't have confirmation as to whether the Tate lawyer, the American lawyer, has been allowed into that jail. This can go on for many months, several more months. I think they're going to hold them as long as they can because it buys them time. And now what this looks like is that they are trying to find evidence Digging with all they have because they're like, Well, we need justification for what we've done. We need justification for taking these guys into prison. We need to be uh, the public, there will be public outrage if we don't show something. So they're spending all day and all night searching now for some justification for why these guys are in jail because the evidence didn't exist to begin with to put them behind bars. That is what is happening here. So people should be really, really concerned. First of all, I don't know why Romania would want to present itself in this light. <laughs> like, the Tates put Romania on the map as like, oh, a tourist attraction, this, that. I don't know anybody that would want to go there and, and risk that, God forbid, something happens or someone gets accused of something. You're going to be subject to that system? No thanks. No, I'll pass. And secondly, this is a complete and total charade at this point. I mean, imagine the audacity. No new anything. What is your justification for keeping them? Because you know why? They have access to all their stuff. And they're like, oh, you know what Yelts have yeah, you have access to? You have access to the footage around their houses that shows that those girls are walking in and out of the house. So deep, deep, deep levels of corruption are happening here. And people always ask me, you think they're going to get out? You think they're going to get out? I don't know. I don't know. At this point, I have seen so much corruption at such a deep and profound level that it would not surprise me if somebody planted something. I really, I, I, and I'm not one to be conspiratorial with that stuff. I'm always like, due process, due process, due process. But at this point, what, what are you doing? This is ridiculous to have a system like this. So I think that people are up to no good in this case. And I don't know how it's going to turn out, but um, there's a lot of dirty happening. There's, what is the reason why they're still behind bars? I mean, can you really? People in the chat, people elsewhere, tell me what is the reason why they could possibly be doing this. Now, oh, here we go. I brought the chats back. Who knew? I was tech savvy. If I hit a button on the computer, I don't know. This thing could set on fire for all I know. So I just have to be careful because I tech and I do not mix. So that is an update. It's a brief update. But I just wanted you to know that my eye is on it. Um, and if something happens that I think is distressing, I'm going to share it with you. Okay. Uh, Oh, there is a chat here. Let's look. Look at me. I'm breaking stuff left and right, the microphone. Soon Andres is going to be out here yelling at me. Ryan, the eating warrior. Donovan Sharp is a joke and doesn't practice what he preaches. Check out his interview with Just Pearly Things and MTR. Huge eye-opener. Oh, interesting. I don't know a lot about him, so I would have to research him to decide if he's somebody I want to have on the show. I actually extensively research the guests that I bring on here. I don't know if you guys know that, but I'm very particular about who I bring on. That's why I don't have a lot of guests. It has to be somebody I really want to talk to. Adriana Valentino from Australia, been there, done it, guys. Helped many women who manipulated me. So good being awake on the other side of my mission and purpose. All people that used me having a good heart dose of reality. Yes, you know, listen, can't hate on yourself either. Because sometimes you go through stuff in life and you learn. And that's all you can do. That's all you can do is learn from what's happened to you. It's the people who don't learn that really wind up in quite a quagmire. Okay. I want to talk to you about climate change for a second. And then i got to get to Sterling Cooper. Sterling Cooper has some advice for you that you would never listen to me if I said it. But I know there's going to be some gravity behind it when Sterling says it because he's an unlikely person to be talking about something so specific like this. At least it was unlikely in my mind, although I'm finding he's very plugged in to the matrix and the shenanigans when it comes to wellness and whatnot. So first I want to tell you about climate change because for those inclined to say, oh, Ted's so conspiratorial. Yeah, okay, sit down. Mm -hmm. This is from the Daily Mail. Is this the key to tackling climate change? Scientists claim World War II style rationing, rationing of petrol, which is gasoline. It's what it was fuel, fuels your car. Energy and meat could help countries slash their carbon emissions rapidly and fairly. So take a listen. Climate change could be tackled with the help of a World War II style rationing of petrol, meat, and the energy people use in their homes, a UK scientist says. They claim this would help countries to slash their greenhouse gas emissions rapidly and fairly. Always be, a, be careful, that word fair, right? Spread the wealth, fair. That usually involves you losing some of your money and some of your goods and services being given to somebody else. Researchers from the University of Leeds also said the governments could restrict the number of long-haul flights people make in a year or limit the amount of petrol one can buy in a month. Interesting. Lead author Dr. Nathan Wood, who is now a postdoctoral fellow at Utrecht University's Fair Energy Consortium, said the concept of rationing could help not only in the mitigation of climate change, but also in reference to a variety of other social and political issues, such as the current energy crisis. Interesting. It goes on to talk about rationing. You know what rationing means? Rationing means that they're going to come in and they're going to tell you you're, you're using too much of something. You're eating too much meat this week. You're using too much gasoline. You took too many airplane flights this week. And I told you the way they're going to do this is they're going to go through digital everything. They're going to monitor you. Everything's going to go digital. At first, they're going to tell you it's in your own best interest. Oh, yeah, this is because, you know what, you're going to be able to track yourself. They're going to track you. And they're going to be able to tell you that they don't like your behavior. They're going to be able to flick off a button. And you're going to be making different decisions because they made you, not because they asked you. That's what's going on here. Now, what this is an interesting component of this, so I want you to listen to this. Because people say, oh, rationing. That's so far away. That could never happen. The problem with rationing energy, meat, and petrol, the researchers pointed out, is that people might not be as willing to accept it as they would if resources were scarce because they know there is an abundance of resources available. So in other words, there is an abundance of these things, right? There is meat. There is gas. These things exist in abundance. And as a result of that, people will be less likely to want it to be rationed because they'll be like, well, why? Why are you rationing this stuff if it's out here? So what is the recommendation from these people? Make it scarce. Make it scarce. Rationing could be introduced gradually. If governments could regulate the biggest polluters, such as oil, gas, and petrol, long-haul flights and intensive farming could be regulated, which would therefore create a scarcity. So they want, do you hear what they just said? This is in the UK. Don't think it's not coming here. It's already started here, by the way. Here's what they want to do. They want to create a scarcity of products, a scarcity of food. Think about what's been going on with the supply chain. Use your head. They want to create a scarcity of food. They want to create a scarcity of oil and and petrol. Think about all the drilling that they've said, no, 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 no drilling. Got all these oil reserves sitting in Alaska nobody can touch all the time. Why? They want to create a scarcity of goods and services because when there's scarcity – you will be more inclined to swallow the concept of government-ordered rationing. And then guess what happens? You lose control of your life, you lose control of your freedom, and somebody else gets to tell you what to do all the time. They did this. This is why I'm saying this is COVID part two, because they did the same thing with the fear. They did the same thing. They said, we're not going to be able to get people to line up for an experimental pharma drug unless we scare the heck out of them. They've got to be so scared that they're like, oh, I don't even care what's in it. So they capitalized on that fear to control your life. And they're going to do it again because the second there's scarcity, you're going to get scared. You're going to get scared and you're going to be more likely to swallow this authoritarian hogwash. Have your antennas up. I'm telling you, it is coming. If not here already, look at what's going on in this country. Also take a look, by the way. Not to be conspiratorial, but doesn't it seem odd that there's a new something blowing up every day? You look and you're like, "Oh, another manufacturing plant." Oh, look, Ohio is crumbling under the weight of toxic chemicals that, by the way, the EPA were said were fine, which aren't. It's not safe there. It's not. The water's not safe. It's been contaminated. You can look and see. You know, corporations don't always tell the truth. Sorry to tell you. I remember, by the way, before we get to Sterling Cooper, I remember 9/11. I was in New York City. I was, took, got my first job, my very, very first job. And I was working down there. And I was like running for my life with everybody down at the 9-11 scene. And I remember I had a lot of firefighter friends. And the EPA was like, oh, yeah, the air is safe. The air is safe to go down all those construction workers. The air is safe and it was found to be a fraudulent assessment. They lied. It wasn't safe. And you know what? All those people are getting cancer now. So let's shine a light. That's just a lot of I'm not telling you what is or isn't happening today but I'm telling you there's stuff coming down the pike very quickly some of it already is happening and that you're being lied to in many respects is what I'm saying go take a look at the footage in Ohio it's not pretty Sterling Cooper I'm a big fan in many respects because I think he, uh, he's honest I think he makes a lot of good points we had him on here I wish he had tweeted this out before he this is a really interesting conversation I'm going to close with this you know how I talk about one of the key things that I care about on this show is toxicity and toxins and what really makes people sick. Because if you think germs are really what's causing everybody to get sick, you'll catch up, don't worry. But there's a lot going on around you. And that's why I bring in companies like Rocasa, And all the companies I bring in have a wellness angle because my goal is to really look at the root cause of why people are getting sick. That's a deep passion of mine. As somebody who had things happen in life and was like misdirected by all these traditional medicine doctors, this is fascinating. So you ever go to the store and you get receipts that look like that? They print them out. Uh, you get them at Whole Foods, Home Depot, Best Buy. They print them out and they feel warm to the touch, right? And what I always did is you'd stick them in your pocket. Oftentimes you have to save receipts. You touch them, right? You touch them a lot. Uh, I remember doing my taxes when I was a few years ago and I was taking taxis and I was, you know, flipping through taxi receipts over and over and over again. And sometimes you even lick your finger and you flip them. Okay. Check out this tweet. Stop touching the receipts. Sterling Cooper, stop touching receipts. Here's five ways those useless pieces of paper are destroying your health. Pay attention. Receipts are made with thermal paper. One of the ingredients in this paper is bis- I always say this wrong, bisphenol. Bisphenol A. BPA. You've heard of BPA, how a lot of companies are now taking the BPA out of stuff. Well, be careful because oftentimes they put BPS in. That's a different chemical, but problematic as well. Stop taking receipts. Start saying no when offered one. Why? Because of these five ways BPA hurts your health. Listen, BPA has been found to mimic estrogen in the body. This can lead to the development of certain types of cancer. Studies show BPA also causes cellular damage, genetic damage, immune system disruption. These factors also increase your risk of cancer. Two, hormonal disruption. How many people you know have hormon- hormones out of whack, not enough testosterone, infertility issues? Hmm. BPA binds to the same receptors as estrogen. This can lead to negative changes in your endocrine system, hormone signaling, function of other hormones like testosterone. This affects reproductive, metabolic, and digestive processes. Three, neurological disorders. BPA has been linked to an increased risk of ADHD, autism, depression, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. This is believed to be related to how BPA interferes with hormonal signaling in the brain. Damages cells and affects genes. Four, cardiovascular disease. BPA has been linked to irregular heart rate, high blood pressure, increased blood lipid levels. A thorough 2016 review in current hypertension reports found BPA to be a risk factor for cardiovascular vascular disease. Five, reproductive problems. Think about what's going on in this country. You have 22, 23-year-olds getting told they have major reproductive issues. BPA disrupts the following, can cause low sperm count, poor sperm health, increased risk of infertility. A 2014 review found BPA to be a reproductive toxicant in humans. Five reasons you should stop taking receipts: cancer, hormonal disruption, neurological disorders, cardiovascular, and reproductive issues. Now nobody talks about this. Nobody tells you this, so you, you're playing with these receipts, blah, blah blah, and you don't even know. Thermal receipts, by the way, when you talk about BPA, because you can say, well, jad BPAs and other things, you can't you know lo- you can't avoid everything, you can't. Thermal receipts often contain BPA that is 250 to 1,000 times greater than the amount in a can of food. That has that's a BPA can. Now, a lot of cans are being made BPA-free now. You'll see that on the shelves. Even a can that has BPA, you're seeing these thermal receipts contain 250 to 1,000 times greater the amount of BPA. They are major endocrine disruptors in your system. They are a major cause of people feeling chronically sick. Stop touching the receipts. I tell my parents all the time. Sometimes they listen. Sometimes they don't. Now, you may say you need a copy of those receipts. You know what I do? I sometimes I'll be somewhere. I need a copy of a receipt. I'll take a tissue, grab that receipt, right? I stick it on a, like, say I'm at Whole Foods. I grab a tissue. I stick it on the counter. I take out my cell phone. Click. Now the receipt's in my phone. And then I just file them that way. I print them from my computer, and I file them that way. I'm just telling you, listen, you're free to do whatever you want in this world, obviously. But when you are in a constant contact with all of this stuff, you got the cleaners in your house. You're spraying around full of toxic chemicals. You got all these big pharma drugs being thrown at you. Oh, you got a sniffle? Here's a shot for that. Oh, you got a, a slight cough? Take four weeks of antibiotic. You know, you got all, you're being assaulted, essentially, with chemicals all the time. Add in your regular just air pollution and products filled with, go look at the, the, the back of a box of something that you use in your house and read it. If you can't read it, there's a problem. If you can't read it, there's a problem. Say, Look at the food too, packaged food. Turn around, what the hell is all this stuff? Chemicals. People are being assaulted by this stuff. So just stop doing it. This is just a little bit of insight from an unexpected source. I didn't think you expected me to cite Sterling Cooper on this stuff. But a lot of these guys, by the way, the Andrew Tates, the Sterling Coopers, they're shining a light on a lot of what the system is putting out there that's making people sick. So they're a deep threat to the matrix, not just because they're talking about men and women and a little bit of politics, they're talking about this stuff that's making people sick. You stay sick, you become a lifelong pharma customer. They don't want you well. OK, I'm going to read these last two or last three, and then I'm out. Uh, here we go. Adriana Valentino from Australia, 100% what they did to Trump, they are doing to the Tate brothers. More than Romanian officials are involved in this. Jedi rocks. I'll do the dance. OK. And swa, or Soy. Not sure if I said that wrong. They started rationing already with the eggs. Open your eyes, people. So, you know, just look around. Stuff just does, you know, stuff doesn't look right to you. It probably isn't. All right, everyone. I want to thank you. And this is a show. Remember, we have fun. We laugh. But I also need your eyes open. Because what happened in the last two years is coming around again. I need your eyes open. I need those antennas up. Not just when it comes to masculinity and when it comes to femininity and when it comes to breaking up, you know, the union of man and woman. But when it comes to your health. That's what I'm here to do. That's what all of my partnerships, almost exclusively all my partnerships, are about on this show. Get you healthy and fit and, you know, somebody's got to be on the front lines when this chaos erupts, which you know it's coming. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Both myself and Bangs are grateful. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. If you want to hear from someone on this show, you want me to have a guest, please feature it in the comments. I will be back here on Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know. Maybe I'll do something special. Who knows? Put something in the comments. Maybe I'll just do it on air. You never know. Bye.